It's a beautiful thing to be born a second time, this time born of the Spirit. Jesus calls it born again. John 3, 3, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. How marvelous it is to have all your sins and past forgiven, to have a new father, a new name, a new beginning, a new purpose, new power, and a new eternal life promise. Truly, this experience is from out of this world. This is a place where everything works to the good of the redeemed. It is a place where light shines even in the most gross darkness. It's a place where everything is ours and everything is for our sakes, and yes, especially the trials and tribulations we endure. How excellent. Brother Paul testifies in Philippians chapter 3, 7 through 11, But what things were gained to me, those I counted lost for Christ. Yea, doubtless, and I count all things but lost for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but dung, that I may win Christ, and be found in him not having mine own righteousness which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings, being made conformable unto his death, if by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead. Surely it is all true. If you have not found this place called born again, or if your confession of God has waned, you can change your situation now. This is your private invitation to be bought by the blood of the Lamb and to participate in the greatest miracle of all time, even greater, much greater than the creation of the universe itself. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said, 2 Timothy 3.13, But evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. God said, 2 Timothy chapter 3, 1 through 5, This know also, that in the last days perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truth-breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, Traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures, more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof, from such turn away. God said, Daniel chapter 8, verse 23, And in the latter time of their kingdom, when the transgressors are come to the full, a king of fierce countenance and understanding dark sentences shall stand up. Man said, these doomsday prophets make me laugh. There is no end of the world and certainly no judgment day. These are just doctrines promoted by religious leaders to keep dim-witted Christians in line. Now the record. On God said, man said, you will presently find nearly 500 features that prove the inerrancy of God's word. Every Thursday eve, God willing, it grows by one. Among these features is a series dubbed 21 Signs of Doomsday which points to what surely appears to be the imminent return of Jesus Christ to receive the redeemed to himself in the clouds, and yes, ultimately, to doomsday. 
The exact day and time of these events no one knows, but multiple signs to watch have been given in the Word of God, and they are flashing red. At the end of this feature, the entire 21 Signs of Doomsday series will be listed. All of God Said, Man Said's features are archived in text and streaming audio. Just click and listen. Welcome to God Said, Man Said. We're so glad you've come. One of the signs of doomsday is the maturation of evil. It is no surprise to students of the Bible that the world as we know it will soon come to an end, and this won't be the first time. The first time it ended was when God destroyed everything that had the breath of life in its nostrils, with the exception of the inhabitants of Noah's Ark with a global flood. Now there are fish fossils on all the world's mountain peaks. In the days of Noah, wickedness had reached maturity. Genesis 6-5, And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. Jesus spoke of the looming, devastating judgment of God in Matthew chapter 24, 38 and 39, For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark, and knew not until the flood came and took them all away, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. The prophecy in Daniel uses the words when referring to the Antichrist in God's judgment, when the transgressors are come to the fool. The maturing of evil is a telltale benchmark of doomsday. Satan weaves a spider's web to snare and destroy the souls of men. One of his masterful techniques is a concept called gradualism. Satan begins with an issue that God classifies as gross sin or an abomination, and through the process of gradualism, brings it into mainstream society. Satan's gradualism takes what is biblically abomination and basically converts the deed, homosexuality, for example, see Leviticus 18.22, to a mainstream, acceptable, and even desirable deed. Satan parades before men as obvious strong men in academia, science, psychology, the political arena, and entertainment to champion the cause. Over a period of years, he numbs societal sensibilities, and gradualism's progress looks like this. One, first abhorrence. Two, tolerance. Three, acceptance. Four, openly practiced. The sexual revolution of the 1960s, just 50 years ago, used classic gradualism in its revolt against authority. Note that in 1953, the I Love Lucy show was censored for the use of the word pregnant. On the show, when the married couple wouldn't go to sleep at night, they would sleep in separate twin beds. The hotbed of the sexual revolution was and is in the world's universities, where the enlightened ones consistently challenged the inerrancy of God's holy writ. One should not be surprised that the universities are the breeding grounds for all forms of societal deterioration, for Genesis 3-6 reads, And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat, and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. Carnal wisdom, a tree to be desired to make one wise. Some of the fruits of the sexual revolution are the uh, high escalations of sexual immorality, abortion, rampant divorce, adultery, premarital sex, the cancer of pornography, 
children out of wedlock, poverty, child abuse, rape, homosexuality, pedophilia, gay marriage, STDs, etc., etc. Hosea chapter 4, 13 and 14 speaks of the results of casting off God's commandments. They sacrifice upon the tops of mountains and burn incense upon the hills under oaks and poplars and elms because the shadow thereof is good. Therefore, your daughters shall commit whoredom, and your spouses shall commit adultery. I will not punish your daughters when they commit whoredom, nor your spouses when they commit adultery, for themselves are separated with whores, and they sacrifice with harlots. Therefore, the people that doth not understand shall fall. Surely adultery is rampant, and virginity is scarce indeed. The following excerpts are from the August 2010 AFA Journal. Consequences don't dally forever. Despite the mantra of Hollywood stars, sexual immorality is not free, and the numbers of sexually transmitted diseases, STDs, prove it. For example, earlier this year, the U.S. Census for, uh, Centers excuse me, for Disease Control and Prevention released the latest statistics for genital herpes. One in six Americans, 16%, between the ages of 14 and 49 are infected with the incurable disease. Some simply shrug off the herpes tsunami as a part of living la vida loca, you know, the crazy life. For example, the MTV hit Jersey Shore, a reality show featuring eight young adults wilding away their time in search of sex, beer, sex, the perfect tan, and yes, more sex, has apparently run smack into true reality. In a Hollywood Report, a roundtable discussion with other reality show bigwigs, Jersey Shore producer Sally Ann Salceno unashamedly led the diseased cat out of the bag. To the youthful participants on Jersey Shore, uh, Salzano said, she hands out their herpes medication Valtrex. We hand it out like M&Ms. Hey, kids, it's time for Valtrex. It's like a herpes nest, she said. They're all in there mixing it up. They obviously aren't alone. There are more than 30 types of STDs, and the number of Americans infected just with genital herpes and HPV number 70 million. That's in a country with 300 million people, and the young people are especially damaged. Upon the government's report's release, Reuters noted the CDC estimates that there are 19 million new sexually transmitted disease infections every year in the United States, costing the health care system about $16 billion annually. End of quote. I think you call that the wages of sin. The following source of information is the American Social Health Association. It was published at Livestrong.com. One in five people in the United States has an STD. Two-thirds of all STDs occur in people 25 years of age or younger. One in four new STD infections occur in teenagers. Cervical cancer in women is linked to HPV. Hepatitis B is 100 times more infectious than HIV. STDs other than HIV cost about $8 billion each year to diagnose and treat. One in five Americans has genital herpes, yet 90% of those with herpes are unaware they have it. At least one in four Americans will contract an STD at some point in their lives. HPV and chlamydia are the most common STDs in the United States. More than five million people are infected with HPV each year. 
less than half of adults aged 18 to 44 have ever been tested for an STD other than HIV and AIDS. At least 15% of all infertile American women are infertile because of tubal damage caused by pelvic inflammatory disease, the result of an untreated STD. Two-thirds of hepatitis B infections are transmitted sexually. HBV is linked to chronic liver disease, including cirrhosis and liver cancer. In the United States, the number of people affected by chlamydia are 4 million. Trichomoniasis, also known as trick, 3 million. Gonorrhea, 1.1 million. Genital warts, 750,000. Genital herpes, 40 million, with as many as 500,000 new cases each year. Hepatitis B, 300,000. Syphilis, 120,000. HIV, 1 million, with as many as 40,000 new AIDS cases reported each year. End of quote. Things are bad, very, very bad. Evil men shall wax worse and worse. It's a telltale sign of doomsday. Prepare to meet your God. God said, 2 Timothy 3.13, But evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. God said, 2 Timothy 3.1-5, This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come, for men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truce-breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures, more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof from such turn away. God said, Daniel 8.23, And in the latter time of their kingdom, when the transgressors are come to the full, a king of fierce countenance and understanding, dark sentences shall stand up. Man said, these doomsday prophets make me laugh. There is no end of the world and certainly no judgment day. These are just doctrines promoted by religious leaders to keep dim-witted Christians in line. Now you have the record.